Do I look fat? Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Do I Look Fat podcast. It's your girl, Steffi Kiss. This week's guest is a boy mom of three, one of my clubhouse homies, and a real deal Bay Area baddie, my girl, Jessica. Hey, boo. How are you? Hey, what's going on? How are you today? (laughs) I am doing very interestingly today, but you know, we'll talk about it. (laughs) Girl, it's fucking crazy. So it's February. What's today? The fourth. I don't even know what day it is. The fourth. All the days are molding me, honestly. I couldn't tell you. If the sun is up, it's a day. If the sun is down, it's a night. That's all I I was looking at my calendar and I was like, holy shit, I haven't even changed like it's a February yet. Like, why do I still January? Same for me. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like, seriously. (laughs) Um, So Jessica is from the Bay. We met on Clubhouse, uh, I want to say like before Christmas, around Christmas time, something like that. And Mm -hmm. we just hit it off instantaneously. I went into a room that you were hosting. Uh, What was the name and what was the premise of that room? It is, the room is called Mary Thickness. Um, I opened it right before Christmas started. I really wanted to kind of pull towards the plus size community, um, co-ed, male or female, and mm-hmm. just kind of give us a space to talk about, you know, what's going on in our lives, love lives, sex lives, et cetera. Yes, yes. Love to see it. So as soon as I saw like that, the name of the room, I was like, oh, I got to go in here. And then exactly. you pulled me on stage. I was like, oh, these <laughs> girls are cool. Okay. Like I fuck with y'all. I fuck with y'all. y'all <laughs> Clubhouse. I haven't been on Clubhouse in so long, just like yeah. life came and you know, whatever. I but you. It, it can, I made a lot of connections on that app yeah. and I'm very, I'm very grateful for it. So yeah. before we get into today's episode, we're going to do a quick icebreaker okay. and it's going to be a, would you rather situation? Okay. Oh so my I'm gonna, gosh. <laughs> I am going to give you two scenarios and then you're going to tell me which one you would rather and why. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so the first mm-hmm. one is. Would you rather have Legos scattered all over your living room or <laughs> Cheerios dust stuck on the kitchen counters forever? Why would you do this? To- <laughs> so I have three little boys mm-hmm. and both scenarios are things that have definitely happened and they're both hell. Let me see. <laughs> I think I think I'd rather have the Legos because I would just wear shoes all the time. Right, you can kind of dodge them, yeah, right? Yeah, I could kind of dodge them if I have shoes on. When it's Cheerios on the counter and it's just, uh, that's just nasty because of like food prep. Mm-hmm. What if they want to like bake a pie? Then I have to put the <laughs> dough. I'm not doing that, but I'm saying like if I did, then it's going to be Cheerio pie. Who, nah, I don't want that. No, and that like that's messy. Like Legos, all right, that's clutter and whatever. But like It looks terrible though. <laughs> and it hurts. Don't, don't let you walk they into the hurt. living room in but the middle of the sleep. night. I got to sleep with like boots on. I got to sleep with like boots on my feet. So when I get up in the night, oh my God, wait, I don't know. I don't know. I think I still would choose the, um, the Legos though. Cause I'm not doing the Cheerios. I live in New York. Like we don't need food remnants on our counter. We don't know. I said, we, I haven't lived there in years. 
but definitely I agree with you. I don't want that here either. It's gross. It's not right. cool. It's not kosher. Like none of that. Like I'll take the Legos and then, you know, maybe we'll build like calluses on our feet or whatever. Right. We won't feel right. them shit. No oh more. my God. Don't say that either. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'll just keep the boots on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the next one is, would you rather never need to do laundry or never need to wash dishes again? Would I never? Oh, man. This also is a scenario that I could relate to. I fucking hate washing dishes. And let me tell you why. I am an avid Manny and Petty girl every Mm. two weeks. And I feel like the more dishes I wash, the more sooner I need to go in for a fill. For sure. Or they lift bet they lift easier. So I choose not to have to wash dishes. But is somebody else washing them? Or like what is it? They're just yeah, you just up? never have to wash you never have to wash them again. Oh, specifically me. Oh girl, oh yeah. <laughs> Look, can I choose both? I don't have, I also don't want to do laundry. <laughs> I hate laundry. I mean, I hate dishes too. But when I tell you laundry is the bane of my existence, and I feel like that's only because I live in New York, because right. for me to do laundry, it's literally like you, a whole, it's a whole thing. task. Yep, it is. I have to separate the clothes here. <laughs> I have to pack them. I have to get my little shopping cart, walk yep. about a block and a half to the laundromat, regardless yeah. of the weather. Like, no, <laughs> no. When I lived, when I was there, I lived in Florida for a while and I was in a five floor walk up. Oh, but it was just me at the time. Thank God, no children yet. But when I tell you I had to walk up and down, I really had to want it to be able to be like, okay, I need to walk. Okay, I'm like running out of underwear or whatever. <laughs> like I really, really needed to have it. I had to, to be able to leave to do it, especially when it was winter. Oh, my God. I couldn't even. So um, my son, he has autism, right? So we get he has a home health aid. So mm-hmm. by the grace of God, she was like, listen, I'll wash both of your clothes. I was like, what? <gasps> I have oh not had gosh. to do laundry since like July. And you have no oh idea gosh. how happy I am in life. <laughs> oh, I'm so jealous. It I'm literally, so jealous. it changed my whole life experience. The only thing and is, is that now I have to like, I have to put the clothes away. You think mm-hmm. I do? I, I still don't wash clothes. You think I put Honey, clothes away? I have two baskets of clothes that are clean upstairs <laughs> on my living room floor right this second. Okay, right this second. Listen, I washed last week. it's it's a struggle I'm working from home I have three kids that are virtual learning it's Mm -hmm. a shit show all the time it's a bunch of stuff going on all the time and it's like if I'm wearing these clothes anyway because she washes like once a week right so it's literally like the same five pajamas that I'm wearing every day so it's like (laughs) do I really have to put them away like I'm just gonna wear it tomorrow but exactly I gotta do better because I really need to like organize my life and get it all the way together because right I feel you girl I'm an adult I suppose (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right so the next one is would you rather have no physical intimacy or no true love oh my god I feel like I'd rather have, oh my gosh, this is a tough one too. So I really feel like now that I'm in my thirties, sex when I was like twenties was just like, oh, ha ha just sex. But now that I'm in my thirties, I feel like I'm nastier. I want to do more things and I'm always ready and I'm not getting it, but I would love to. So I feel like at this point in my life, I have my children and I love them. So I feel like I could go without 
having like true true love love, right yeah like true true love like I can still love my kids I'm sure Mm -hmm. right so okay yeah yeah, no yeah fuck them just give (laughs) not them my kids me guys like just give me dick and go oh that might be fun hello listen and I was telling I was telling one of my um I'm not going to call them a boo, but like, you know, one of my on again, off again, whatever mm-hmm. situations. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I was telling him and I was like, listen, I don't even think you understand. I turned 34. I think 34 was the year because it wasn't 35 because I was already like this this year. 34. <laughs> and my sex drive went through the fucking oh roof. My God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm going to be 37 in June. OK, mm-hmm. I'm going to be 37. And I cannot stop, like, want, oh, I don't even know if I could say it. Like, I really, like, I want <laughs> met videos all the time. <laughs> like, I told you guys, like, I, I, I've said it before, like, 2021, I'm collecting met videos, like, Infinity Stones. <laughs> I don't give a Not fuck. the nut videos. Yes, the nut videos, girl. I don't know what it is. And then I'm very specific, and I will tell them straight. No, you need to make sure you're moaning, like all these kinds of things. I'm telling you, I'm a fucking creep. I'm a creep now that I'm going to be like 37. I don't know what it is. Once a woman hits her 30s, our hormones go yes. into overdrive. Like all yeah. we want to do is have sex. And right. and during the fucking pandemic, like okay. it's been a this struggle. Is Try living in the house with three cock blockers. Like, this is the worst time of my life. I have one. One and a half because <laughs> of my cat. Blocker. Okay, see, I have three. And the five-year-old is on me like white on rice on a paper plate in a snowstorm. The boy does not leave me alone. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> it's I bad. I miss those days, oh, though. Oh, my God. Yeah, Wait until you, you don't have, have it anymore. It. You didn't have to go through it in a pandemic, though. Because yeah. if you did, this is, I love my children, but this mm-hmm. is extreme extreme (laughs) you know it's hard I mean my son is 11 and I have to literally like stop him and be like I'll go into his room and I'll be like can we cuddle and he'll give me 15 seconds I'm not even I'm not exaggerating it's literally 15 seconds and I just lay there and then he like takes his shoulder and like pushes me off of him pushes you off (laughs) I know it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. But for now, being in a pandemic, I feel like I've gotten at least three years extra of affection Mm -hmm. and cuddling. Right. So I think I could suffice for a (laughs) a little while longer. (laughs) I hear that. I hear that. Um, For me, I think, yeah, I can do the no true love. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, I've loved in the past, you know, Um, I don't think I'm not that person that succumbs to like you only have one soulmate and one true love in your lifetime like I feel like everybody I've loved I've loved them for specific reasons and they've added specific value to my Mm -hmm. life at the time so you know it's not like I've ever I've gone without love no but I need I need sex at least for right now talk to me you know in like 15 years then maybe it'll change (laughs) (laughs) Shit, my I'm mom got married at 50s, at 55. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, it you can you can have that love. I feel like we just go through these phases every 10 years of our lives. Like the 20s are always wild and crazy and free. Mm-hmm. And then our 30s are when you feel a little bit more established with stuff and whatever else. And I feel like 40s and 50s is like travel and finding that real love or the person that you decide to just be like with for the rest mm-hmm, of your life. Mm-hmm. It's funny how you you're, said, you're, you're ready to sit down for sure. 
for sure. Yeah. And it's funny how you said 40s is like for travel because I already know where I want to go for my 40th birthday. Yeah. COVID or not, I don't give a fuck. I'm out <laughs> for my 40th birthday. I didn't go away for my 30th. I'm going away for my 40th. Like you have to point blank period. You have to. Yeah. It's going to be lit. I, I, I already know what it is. I have the outfits kind of semi-planned in my head, like color schemes and shit like that. Oh my god, I have a problem. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's goals though. I mean, if you are ready to do it and you just have a couple girlfriends or whatever, or even if it's a solo trip, mm-hmm. I did a lot of solo traveling um, during, well, I'm also during the pandemic, but kind of, and, and <laughs> this it year. wasn't, yeah, the, yeah, and it wasn't yeah. anything extravagant. I did some solo trips by myself that just for like, you know, two or three days just to get away, just to reconnect with myself. Mm-hmm. It's important. Mental health, especially in a pandemic, single mother with kids, yeah. you got to do it every day. You now need and a then. break. Mm-hmm. You have no breaks whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And you're yeah. working from home too, right? I'm working from home. Yeah. yeah. Please. No. You, if anybody was to ever say some shit to you about you taking these little breaks, tell them to come see me because I got some right. shit to say to them because I'm sorry. You, you can come see me too. Shit. <laughs> shit. I don't give a fuck. I got to have peace of mind to be able to raise these kids and, and do my work, you know? So. Right. No, definitely. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go into the last question and it is, would you rather be on a survival reality show or a dating game show? Ooh, I feel like, okay, this is, I'm going to admit this out loud. It is my first time ever, but I'm actually following The Bachelor this season. I'm following I feel like it's the everyone first black is. Guy. Oh, okay, good. I was like, because <laughs> I'm not. This shit is so fucking cor- corny to me. But this this year, it's the first time that it's a black guy. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a picture of him. He's, he's cute, though. He's cute. He looks like the zucchini from uh, Veggie Tales. zucchini. Yes, what? he does, bro. <laughs> if you look it up, you look at him and you look at the little zucchini guy from Veggie Tales. He looks like him. He's cute, though. Yeah. And I'm really liking the show. And it's bad to say it, but it's because they're, they're kind of like, they're kind of trashy and kind of bitchy and... Mm-hmm. They're fucking toxic. These bitches are toxic as fuck on this on this season. Yeah, compared to what I'm hearing from other seasons. Right, um, right. I think I would love to be on a dating show if I was like the person that everybody was fighting for. <laughs> <To> <laughs> you don't want to fight for the date. Like. I don't want to fight for the date. No, I will never. Because first of all, he's kissing like 14 bitches in the, in like 30 minutes. I'm yeah. good at that. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to be a part. You want to be the one kissing. I want to be the one kissing. If I choose to, I know it would be. They'd be like, you know, we got to cancel the show. She didn't got pregnant, or there's gonna have to be like so many Plan Bs on site. (laughs) I'm telling you, everybody's gonna. (laughs) I have to. I have to look at everything before. You know, you're gonna be the person I'm gonna marry. Quote unquote, Mary. I gotta make sure that the the engine is running. Hello, and that we're compatible. (laughs) Like fuck that. Exactly. Yeah. Because listen, sometimes you can have great, you know, chemistry with someone, and the sex could be trash. Oh my god, tell me about it. Don't I know it? (laughs) (laughs) It happens way too often, in my opinion. And listen, I don't know. I I don't know if I would be on a dating show. I've never watched The Bachelor. I mm-hmm. only know that there's a Black Bachelor because it's literally all over social media. And yeah, I was going to check it out. I really was because one of my friends, she had like on her story and she was like reacting to like the episode and she looked like she was enjoying it or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. I just haven't checked it out yet. I Do I want to be on a dating show? I'm not really dating right now. So it's kind of oh. like, uh, just the thought <laughs> of being on a dating show is like, 
Okay. You whatever. would kill if you were on a dating show. They would be ready to kill each other. <laughs> I'm going to get you. I'm trying Thank to get you. you, girl. You already know it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I also, I, if I had to choose between the two, I would probably choose the j- dating show just because I know I wouldn't survive in like yeah. a survivor. Sur- in a survival well, do you watch naked and, me and the boys watch naked and afraid all the time on discovery channel no. and that show is wild as fuck and that's why i was like i will never do it because it's things that are happening that you don't think will happen you're only allowed to bring one thing you're completely butt-ass naked with one other person you've never met before and it's co-ed usually so it's one guy and one girl mm-hmm. and you're getting sent to like west bubba fuck amazon jungle somewhere and there's things that you don't think about and you're in the elements for like 14 days or 21 days or something like that and these people are trying to live in the wild, trying to get food, trying to get water. Like, it's insane. They I try would to never. get food, too? Like, you don't yeah. get fed? No, you get nothing, girl. They give you a burlap sack that has a map that tells you where you got to go, and you get to bring one thing. So people will bring, like, a machete or, like, a lighter, like, a the little lighter to light fires or whatever, because there's absolutely nothing. I wouldn't even but know what to bring. That's what I'm saying. So I'm like... When I watch it, I'm like, hell no, there's so many things I would have to bring because people will bring machete and the other person will bring a lighter, but nobody brings a mosquito net. And you don't realize that when you're in these outdoor areas, you're getting chewed the fuck up by these bugs, everything. These people are insane. See? No, I couldn't do that. That's why I was like, let me do the dating because there's (laughs) indoor plumbing. There's indoor plumbing. (laughs) I could never. Oh, my goodness. You I don't even like, it. I don't even like camping. Like, right. <laughs> I'm okay with camping. Um, I like glamping though. <laughs> this is what I'm good. saying. Yeah, exactly. But it, I grew up camping and I grew up fishing and I'm not afraid of like touching gross things, like gutting a fish and all that. I'm not like that girly girl type thing, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to fucking sleep on the ground without like a sleeping bag or some kind of protection around me. I'm scary as fuck. If I see a spider, I'm out. (laughs) Girl, girl, listen, I've never actually been camping. And that's just because, like, I don't want to sleep on the ground. And my friend, (laughs) she wants to do a camping trip for her birthday in May. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Have fun. I have to go because, like, that's my bitch. But I was like, okay, what can I buy to make this experience better for me? No, you're going to love it, though. There's a lot of stuff you could get. I'll, you know, text you some things. I'm telling you, it. you've got to at least do it once because most of the time you guys are probably going to be drunk anyway. You're going to have so much fun. That's a fact. No, I I, I plan on being drunk the entire time. But it's you, in you May and I already know. <laughs> yeah, you got to be drunk. Just do it. It's fun. <laughs> it's super fun. Oh my goodness. That's hilarious. I couldn't... Uh, uh camping and all of that but I'll give it a try let's see what let's see what's gonna happen um okay <laughs> so we're gonna get into our first segment all right and that is called eat your heart out and it's where we talk about diet trends and we give tips and tricks and just things to help our listeners right mm-hmm. so today I wanted to talk about the alkaline diet have you uh-huh. ever heard of the alkaline diet? I have heard of it. I don't know. I'm just like, oh, is that like the water? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, only, you're only allowed to drink alkaline water? Is that it? Right. So <laughs> alkaline is like a buzzword now, right? Everybody wants their water to be alkaline and all yeah. of that. So what the alkaline, what because al- there's many of them, right? There's many variations of the alkaline diet. Dr. Sebi, mm-hmm. actually, his diet was an alkaline diet. So that was one version okay. of it. Alkaline diets are tailored to help normalize your pH balance within your body. 
The premise of them is that your diet can alter the pH value, um, which measures the acidity or alkalinity of your body. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, it's a very restrictive diet. Like I was reading up on it. And you cannot eat literally anything. So before we get into what you can and cannot eat, let me tell you what the pH levels are, right? So your pH level measures how acidic or alkaline something is, right? So a Mm -hmm. pH of zero is completely acidic. pH of 14 is alkaline, right? So it's from zero to 14. What we want is something around seven, which is neutral. We don't want to be all the way too alkaline. We don't, and we don't want to be acidic either, right? Yeah. So the fruits that you can eat that are alkaline friendly are fruits, nuts, legumes, vegetables, for the most part. Neutral um, foods are natural fats, starches and sugars. Acidic foods are meat, poultry, fish, dairy, <laughs> eggs, grain, <gasps> <and> alcohol. <laughs> like, no! Girl, you can't have nothing. Next, next one. What's the next one? <laughs> you can't have shit. Oh my God. No fun at all. And while like... Everyone talks about how like the alkaline diet is so great. It's been, I feel like it's gotten a lot of more buzz, especially after Nipsey died because he was real big on like, you know, Dr. Sebi. And then they were saying like that whole controversy and that that's why he was killed and, Mm -hmm. and all of that. So like, it's really gotten a lot of notoriety. I can't say that word. Notoriety. (laughs) Notoriety. (laughs) Come on, girl. Listen, I just had to stop and think for a second before I said it. (laughs) So it's gotten a lot of notoriety in the past couple of years because of that. Um, I've heard of the alkaline diet. I actually have a friend. Her mom is such like a holistic woman. Like she's just into all of that. And she used to tell us all the time, like, listen, you have to make sure that your body is balanced because Mm -hmm. it'll fight off diseases and things like that. Um, They claim that the alkaline diet can actually help with like cancer. Sure. Or I can um, believe that. Or preventing cancer. So there's actually, so I've been doing like a lot of research on it. So I'm like, wow, you know, everybody's doing these claims and whatnot. And there's actually no research that says that it can prevent cancer, but well, that's if, the research that they're going to tell. They're not going to, you know, right. I mean, they would lose you know. so much money. They would lose so much money. Of course. However, <laughs> however, what they couldn't deny is that if you do have cancer and you're on chemotherapy, it actually helps with the toxins that the chemotherapy puts into your body. So wow. if, yeah. So if you're on a more alkaline level and you're more balanced, it actually knocks out all of those toxins. Mm-hmm. which is fire. Um, it's also good for like renal diseases, kidney stones, UTIs and things like that. So it's very, it's very beneficial, right? Like mm-hmm. I didn't find any cons. That's the one thing I can say. I didn't find any cons health wise, as far as mm-hmm. eating an alkaline diet. The only con was, is that you can't eat anything. Like you literally yeah. have to, you're, eat. you're basically, uh, what a jungle animal <laughs> you're a farm yeah. animal I mean you know if you're a farm animal because they give you stuff no right. you're you're basically eating like Bambi yeah so you know if you're ever on naked and afraid <laughs> that's there you go alkaline diet. Alkaline. well they're eating grubs and shit I'm telling you right now like like mm-hmm. bugs yes honey <laughs> I can't <laughs> I've seen one they killed like a pigeon and they were eating it on a fire I'm telling you it's it's wild not to go back to that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really want to push that Naked and Afraid is an insane show and everybody needs to watch at least one or two episodes. 
Yo, that's wild. But I mean, if you're eating a pigeon, that's not alkaline. Like you yeah, need that's to stick. <laughs> but if you're all naked and afraid, you're like, oh, bitch, I, I can't eat this pigeon. Imagine. It's not. I'm on an alkaline diet. Can you? I haven't eaten in three days, but this pigeon is not alkaline. I'm not going to eat this. Like, come out here. I'm eating the beak, the toes, <laughs> all of it. Okay, and I'm all saving some because I don't know. I'm not eating a bug tomorrow. All right, I'm gonna eat this pigeon wing. Okay, we're going to get Listen, together. Okay, right. You better imagine it's some Popeye's girl, which is also not alkaline. So <laughs> we can talk about that after the 14 days. <laughs> literally nothing is alkaline. Okay, yeah. like literally it's it's so crazy. And I would love to try this diet. But for me, yeah. I feel like now in the age that I'm in, I'm mm-hmm. more on a balanced kind of yeah plan like you know like yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to have more of a balanced diet and that sounds right. so fucking cliche because we've been hearing that shit in fucking cereal commercials since we were like two years old yeah um but, but that's really now <laughs> <laughs> but that's really what I want so like I want to introduce more alkaline foods maybe drink more alkaline water because you know everybody is big on the alkaline water what's the um essentia that's alkaline right essential 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 um you know I I'm pretty sure it is. And it's funny because I want to say that Lil Boosie did a thing where he bought all the bottled waters that are like the most popular mm-hmm. and he did a pH test on all of them. Mm-hmm. I, I saw someone that? do it. I didn't see Boosie do it, but I saw a video on that a while ago. And I think Dasani was like really acidic or something. Yeah, like it was crazy. The one that was when it was like Fiji was really acidic. It was crazy. Don't let me say the names of it. There, but, oh, you said that we were. I don't want to get sued. <laughs> right. We but, don't you know, know for don't real. Know we don't know for sure. <laughs> let me put an asterisk at the end of that. Uh, we don't know which one's for sure, but it was for sure one that I'm like, oh, I'm always buying it. And yeah. I was like, oh, well, damn, it's hella acidic. <laughs> it's tap water, basically. The nerve. The mm-hmm. nerve of this bottled water to be so expensive and then it right. still be mad acidic. Like, I don't. Bottled at the source of the water faucet in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> basically oh my goodness um that is hilarious what is your favorite brand of water feel like so target (laughs) i'm always interested to hear what everybody's brand of water is because we're in different places and different places have different waters so go ahead right and i will say so i will say you said dasani and i like dasani because i like that like a tingly taste okay and then it's crazy because literally right now Good and Gather is from Target, uh-huh. and they have a really good purified drinking water. Yeah, <laughs> and you can get a case of twenty four for like seven bucks. Okay, all and right, so that's I'm not always, bad. I always keep it in the car for the kids or whatever, but I be drinking them like crazy. They're so good. Yeah, I like the taste. It tastes very fresh. I okay. I've never had that. I think that might just be like a West Coast <laughs> thing. It Over be, here, yeah. we have Poland Spring. Like yeah, that's like I never a big one. It. You didn't Ugh. like Poland Spring? No, Why? it tastes like toilet water smells. You think so? I never, yes, I never really was a fan of it. Interesting. I, I mean, I always used to get Poland Spring because like that was the one that was in the stores for mm-hmm. the most part. It wasn't like, <laughs> they had this water and it was like a 50 cent water, but it was like in a 16 ounce bottle. Mm-hmm. So it was cheap as fuck, right? And whatever plastic they used, it definitely had BPA. I don't care what yeah, anybody for says. Sure. For <laughs> sure. For sure. It definitely had BPA because whatever that water tasted exactly like the bottle. Like 
Yeah. It never, it, it, it was yeah. disgusting. Um, but I drink Poland Spring. I like Essentia. Essential water is good. I mean, in New York, like our tap water is considered drinkable here. Yeah. So like, I just really have They're a still Brita. telling you guys that lie. I feel like that's not true, but I mean, I never had a problem. And I also lived in the Bronx. So I feel like the Bronx water was kind of like iffy a little bit for me. <laughs> I have a but Brita. Cool. I have a filter. Yeah. So I filter okay. my water. But yeah, no, like I'm, I don't really buy water because listen, I don't want to carry all of that. It's heavy. I don't have a car. Okay. Right. Tired of my shopping cart. I have to walk up steps. Like I'll just have my Brita, make sure my filter is nice and clean and I'll have my own filtered New York City water, you know? There you go. <laughs> and they have tablets and stuff that you could, if you fill up like the, the big one that you could put into the fridge that has like a spout, mm-hmm. they have those tablets that you could put in there also. And it'll really? give that, yeah. And it's, um, I don't even know. I think they use them when they, when they do the things out in Africa and everything, when they purify with tablets mm-hmm. and, um, it helps the water cleanse, it purifies it, and it gives it like that good fresh taste as well. She's like oh, writing okay. down notes. <laughs> I, like, you see me, right? You see, I look to the side. <laughs> I'm like, look up tablets, up tablets. for water. <laughs> I'm always trying to, you know, get better things because it's true what they say. Like you said, they they keep telling you that lie. These are things that we grew up thinking. And if you don't really know, or if you've never really like checked up on it, you could be just fucking yourself over. I mean, I'm pretty sure, and this is like extreme, but I'm sure they told people in Flint, Michigan, that the water was okay. You know what I'm saying? See how long they were drinking it for. Look how long they were bathing in it, drinking mm-hmm. it, everything. Just terrible. And it's still yeah. a problem even even now. So it's we have so the disgusting. issue here. We had the issue here because we have uh, really old schools that are still, I'm in Oakland. So we have a lot of old historical schools that are still up. And my son goes to, uh, middle school slash elementary slash middle school and they recently about a year or two ago had to stop and pull out all of the uh, water fountains because they found out that there was high traces of lead Ooh. they got sued from they like the old so pipes and stuff from like that from the old right? pipes yeah there was so much old pipes they just never they never thought to do it and so it's we're more urban and so I feel like they put a lot of the money that's a whole nother conversation but a lot of the money was not going into these schools obviously they're going into other schools Mm -hmm. so this whole time kids were drinking this water fountain water and it was just like a bunch of lead yeah yeah Yeah, they got in a lot of trouble I think people really need to pay attention to when buildings were built and when these pipes were put in exactly because back in whatever have you lead was fine like you could use lead it wasn't an issue nobody gave a fuck and then I guess people just forgot that they used lead in all these pipes and we've been drinking this shit for years and you don't know what that seeps into the soil too so even when you're growing things it's affecting the things that you're growing yeah water is literally like life right like we're made of water everything everything needs water so it it literally goes in it changes the cells and all of that shit so if it's contaminated it's going to contaminate you or whatever it goes into so people should definitely be more mindful and I'm gonna look into those tablets because now you got me scared because I'm like I mean I I always had my filtered water but still like I don't know maybe that's not enough you should be fine you should be fine (laughs) now now I'm nervous I'm like looking on Amazon (laughs) I got to stop. I got to stop one of my mouth about certain things. Let me, let me stop. You'll be all right. 
(laughs) (laughs) No, no, it's good because it gives a different perspective and it gives people things to think about, right? So, you know, you probably are good, but it's always good to just double check to make sure because you can't take people's words for it either. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So now that we're done with that, we talked about food, we talked about water, we talked about acid, I don't know, all types of shit. Naked and afraid three times. watch naked and afraid disney (laughs) Disney channel discovery channel i'm telling you guys it's insane naked and afraid i'm gonna check it out for sure i'm probably gonna be like i'm gonna be staring at my screen like what the you are are going to cringe i'm telling you right now but you have to watch it that's wild all right we're gonna get into our next segment which is hard on my sleeve and this is where we dive a little bit deeper and talk about real life struggles that we are facing at the moment um and since we're on the subject of balancing things out i wanted to talk to you about the balancing act that single motherhood is especially during this pandemic because we had a quick conversation off the mic and we were just talking about how wild it's been for like the past it's almost going to be a year i mean it's february in yep. march yeah that's it's i'm still so amazed at how the year just flew by and how everything yeah. went and the changes like a year ago today i think what's today today's a thursday well today's the fourth it's about to be super bowl <laughs> right yeah so a year ago last year around this time like I was getting ready to go to like a brunch for my friend's birthday and we were like, it was no cares in the world. I was going on a trip to Puerto Rico. I literally flew to Puerto Rico and it's so funny because me and my friend, we were at the airport and we were making fun of people because some people working were walking around with masks already and you know like this was mid-february this is and everybody was like oh like the fuck like you're exaggerating this is too much whatever and some people were walking around with masks and when we got back it was literally like two weeks later the fucking country shut down yeah everything was shut down i'm so glad that you guys even were able to come back no yeah we literally yeah because missed that cutoff like oh my by a couple of days it's yeah. so crazy wow yeah so That's anyways insane. getting back to motherhood how mm-hmm. has it been with you since last march so it's it's actually been really crazy so when everything started we got the call in march from my job that it was going to be a situation where we're not going to be able to come in or it was going to be very sporadic um and because i'm i'm head of facilities for this tech company out here and so I more so would have to go in more than anybody else would because I have to make sure I take care of the facility and vendors and blah, blah, blah. Um, That was cut. And a lot of the vendors were starting to send emails and things saying, you know, we're going to back up a little bit and we're going to get back with you, blah, blah, blah. Um, And the kids were still in school uh, through March and towards like the end of March and April is when they were saying, okay, this is getting serious. We need Mm -hmm. to close the school. So then I'm like, what does this look like for me? I'm still, you know, working. I'm still kind of going in and out of the office because at that point it was serious, but not that serious. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely wasn't taking public transportation, any of that kind of stuff. But I was still feeling like, well, at, you know, they could, they'll come home with me. And maybe if I have to go in the office, they'll just come with me because right. already nobody was there. Man, that flipped in April when it was like nobody go any damn where and we Mm -hmm. were inside and it was just the kids were not 
there's no virtual schooling yet. They were still trying to figure out like, what are we going to do? We have to get all these laptops and everything like that. And so we were just kind of winging it. Yeah. Um, we finally got the laptops and stuff and then work saying, okay, we're shut down. Hmm. And they said to be safe, we're going to be out until June. And I'm thinking, wow, June, that's a long time away. And here we are <laughs> today and we still haven't been back to the office. And they're, now they're saying June again for, for us this year. Oh, wow. And so who knows? Yeah. Because this vaccine or whatever is out. And so yeah, that's a whole thing. But being home with them and not having the support of the other parent um, mm-hmm. for their own reasons is something I never, I already was being, I already was a single mom, but right. at least I had other help from, you know, daycare, after school program, things yes. like that to kind of help me go along. I am knees in the dirt. 24 7 365 with my kids mm-hmm. and I know they are so tired of me <laughs> <laughs> they tired I of your bullshit already they are so tired of my shit and let me tell you it's so funny because when I started I was Susie homemaker girl everything was spick and span clean we had <laughs> hot dinner on the t- and I cook a lot already but now I was more diligent about it and I put right. more thought into these meals and like we were vegetarians for like two or three months or whatever and it was like a whole thing and <laughs> Every, everything was fine and it got old so it got old so quick <laughs> it was, it the was, novelty of it all just wore oh my off God, girl I was cooking up a storm and I'm like okay and you know the kids started looking a little thick in the waist so I'm like okay you know we're gonna do vegetarian now so we did that for a little bit but I emotionally it has been a struggle especially for me because I don't get a break Mm-hmm. And I struggle to find like the peace of mind that I really, really need in order to, you know, gather myself and be the person that they need me to be. It's, it's a struggle. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about you're working from home, virtual mm-hmm. learning, then social distancing. So you you don't have the yeah. outlet to like right. chill. Um, right. The economy is in the shit. The government mm-hmm. is on their bullshit. So it's like, yeah. it's just so much to try to like keep everything together. It is. It's crazy. I, when the, when the pandemic started, my son was actually, so I co-parent with his dad. His dad lives in Brooklyn. I live in the Bronx, right? So it's, Mm -hmm. it's a commute, right? We live like, we live like two hours away from each other. Yeah. Right. So when it started, he was actually in his dad's house and then his father got COVID. So he had to stay there for at that time they were saying 14 to 21 days so he stood there for the whole three weeks yeah I was alone for three weeks and I Mm -hmm. wanted to pull my hair out it was it was insane because again I couldn't go anywhere I was stuck in the house by myself I didn't have my son his father had a virus that nobody knew what the fuck that meant you know like I didn't know if my son got it like it was it was nerve-wracking but then you know by the grace of God, everybody is fine. You know, his dad recovered, no problems. I, Ethan has the antibody. So I guess he had it at some mm-hmm. point and, you know, he's just fine now. But yeah. when September came along, I had to quit my job because I was still working during yeah. the pandemic. Were you going in? I was going in going- to the office. Oh it was on a, you know, um, it wasn't every day. We were alternating days mm-hmm. so it was like two or three times a week depending on what day it landed on or whatever so like what week it was right yeah, like and I mean New York City it literally looked like I am legend I say this all the time 
I saw pictures and again, I used to live there for all those years and I've never seen Times Square at, at any time of the day that you go there. There's always something going on. Oh, for sure. These pictures were eerie as fuck. I've never seen it with mm-hmm. not even one person on the street. It was crazy. It was wild. Like you could literally yeah. walk on because I, I worked on the Upper East Side. So you could literally walk on like um, Madison Mm-hmm. or fifth or park or yep. whatever right in the middle of the street you could just walk and there was nothing there were no cars there was no one anywhere wow. the That's trains crazy. were scary because there was no like i remember i would get on the train and, and we were only working half days at the time so it would be like two three o'clock mid-afternoon in the spring you know it's bright out you know all of that and yeah. there was no one there except for like bums and crackheads. It was yeah. scary. Okay. It yeah. was a really eerie time here in yeah. New York City. Um, but anyway, so when September came, I had to quit my job because I didn't have childcare. Like my son, he's doing virtual learning. I didn't want to send him back. Like I said, he has autism. And it's just like, I just, I didn't want, I, I just didn't want it. You know, like of I course. didn't know what was going on and all of that. So I quit my job. I'm staying home and I became a full-time stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. While I'm not working per se, I'm still working on like the podcast and things like that. It's still crazy to have to get up every day and sit next to him on this. Ver- I- I'm going to school. Like, yeah. And I'm yeah. sure with your younger one, you can experience that too. Because when they're I older, yeah, you, they, you can leave them for the most part, yeah. you know, like as long yeah. as you sign them in, make sure the internet, whatever. But the baby, well, your baby's five, right? Yeah, I still call him the baby. He's still the baby. <laughs> I still call mine the baby. So. He's still the baby, yeah. <laughs> so sitting there and being in school the whole day while still having yeah. to do everything else when it comes to the household, when it comes to your other kids, like how have you coped with that? Again, I really feel like it's been tough. And I think that I... And I can't do anything. So the whole thing about it is that my my dad, before everything happened, I don't leave my kids with people. You know, mm-hmm. I just, I don't, I don't, I'm not comfortable doing that. Some people are like, oh, you're hovering. No, I'm not. I'm being safe. I don't want my kids going anywhere like that. No, I, I agree. 100%. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, and so it was really only like my dad and, and his wife would look after them. My aunt, who is like my rock or my brother who lives up the street. Okay. Um, my brother and my aunt were always like really diligent about, you know, are you okay? Is everything good? Blah, blah, blah. But my brother is doing his own business, running his own business photography. And he travels a lot. And yeah. I was like, you, okay, well you're out because you travel way too much for my comfort. And I don't want them around just in case you're picking it. I mean, he was in like Atlanta, Texas. I'm like, dude, you're going to the hot spots. Like I'm good. Mm-hmm. My aunt, you know, she's older. She still works though. And she'll always say yes. And I, and I don't want her to always say yes. I, I right. want to make sure she doesn't feel like obligated, but my dad's wife, um, is, is, you know, she has autoimmune, you know, deficiencies mm. and stuff. And so she can't risk it whatsoever. Yeah. So it's been tough for us. We've only been able to FaceTime and we haven't seen them since last year. Oh my um, goodness. Like once or twice from right. the car. You yeah. know, but it really has been so tough and thank God for FaceTime. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's been so hard to do anything. And, you know, peace of mind for me is being able to to get myself gathered after like 10 p.m., which mm-hmm. also is terrible because then I'm not going to bed. 
Right. And staying up because I need to hold on to like some sort of something piece for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I'm having, I think all of us are getting into this depression kind of thing, but we're just like functioning depression mm-hmm. with this whole thing going on because we're not able to be around people. And we realize that we are social beings and mm-hmm. we need to be social And I think that's why a lot of people are still out and living their life however they want to live it Mm -hmm. because they're like, well, fuck it. I mean, if I'm going to go like this, I'm going to go like this, but I'm not going to stay in my house and be scared for the rest of my life because we don't know what's going to happen. Is this, this, the world is completely changed forever. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone is keep, keeps on saying like, oh, when it gets back to normal, I don't think it's ever going to go back. It's never going to be, but I will say (laughs) this, the one thing that I'm glad we took from this is fucking six feet. Get the fuck away from me when we're in line at the grocery store. Girl, I don't want keep to. that same energy <laughs> when it's no longer energy. COVID. Okay. Get the fuck away. Get the fuck away. Look, you see the you see the outline from the sticker that used to be on the floor that's like six <laughs> feet. Stand your ass in that sticker. Get the fuck away from me. I'm telling you right now, because my bubble now and now when you say, oh, you know, you're not six feet, it's not offensive. Right. Right. Before it's, 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 people would want to fight you. Eye. Yeah. They're like, what the fuck you mean? Like, yeah, you're breathing on my neck. But now it's like, oh, and everybody's like conscious of it. And they're like, oh shit, I'm not six feet. Let me stand back. Oh my God. I love it. That's the best yeah. thing that ever came out of this. No, seriously. Best thing that ever came. <laughs> that. And also like when you're six, stay home. Yeah. Because how Get many times did people go to work? Did people go to school and with a cold or a yeah. cough or something? And you're just spreading your germs everywhere and I I feel like now people are more conscious because it's like I don't want them I don't I don't want to be the cause that everybody's getting sick or whatever have you so I think that's a good thing from it because we didn't we didn't think twice about it you just be like like you'll go to your friend's house and be like yeah I just have a little cold I have the sniffles yeah no 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 get like get the fuck out of here because well you know you don't the things that we're doing now I'm like why the fuck weren't we already why wasn't there all ready hand sanitizer at the doors of the grocery stores why weren't we already so like expected to spray down our carts before we go shopping right. why were we not already like six feet from each other why were we not wearing masks already you yeah. know what I mean but it's yeah. you know I think here in the U.S. we're just very like every man for themselves mentality sometimes mm-hmm. and I that I kind of I kind of don't like that everybody wants to be this independent and whatever and you go to these other countries like in Asia you'll see people wearing masks for years and years. And Mm -hmm. their reasoning is because if they have something, they don't want to give it to their fellow man. So I'm like, why aren't we like that? It's just okay. I see people pulling their mask down to cough or sneeze. What the fuck? No, keep them, keep that shit inside your own mask. That defeats the whole entire (laughs) purpose of the mask. Like, what are we doing? I mean, I'm not going to hold you. Have you ever sneezed or coughed in your mask? Because it's gross. It's have- gross as fuck. It's <laughs> gross as fuck. And and I choose to like like lift the bottom part so nobody sees it. Don't tell anybody. I'm <laughs> but I'm talking about people that are completely pulling it all the way down and like ah, shoot, like come right. on, get the fuck out of here. Right. Like I'm that- at least getting some air, some oxygen in, and like letting it circulate out. <laughs> you're still supposed to cover, you know, like yeah, with you're still your elbow. Cover. Right. Like you're just out here coughing, like nobody yeah. gives a fuck. Like it's not a fucking whole <laughs> deadly ass virus in the air. Like what are That's we what doing here? I know, and I'll be damned. And so I'll bring this up too, and it's funny because we have been safe for the most part. Um, I did a lot of not, and I shouldn't say a lot. My goal for 2020 was to travel once a month. 
um, because I just, I hadn't been doing that and I hadn't been taking like self-care. Mm-hmm. And so in 2020, I said, well, this is going to be my New Year's resolution. I had things planned up all the way until June for my birthday. Nothing happened. Oh boy. Nothing happened. And so the only thing I did was, you know, went back a couple of times to LA and that, again, that was like solo stuff. And I have like a sister that's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it'd just be pretty much that. And just to mentally get away and recharge to come back and take care of these kids again. But wouldn't you know it, on New Year's Eve, I was feeling really, really sick. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, we haven't been anywhere. I haven't gone anywhere. And at that point, I hadn't. Um, and I, and my aunt is like, you don't look well. You're pale. I was, ch- I had the chills. My eyes were really hurting. I went and I got a test and it turns out I got COVID. Wow. So your so eyes got, were hurting? I've never heard my that eyes before. eyes were hurting. Yeah. A lot of people were saying, wow, I never heard that my ocular cavities were so sore that I couldn't even drive because, and this was before I found out that I had the test, but before I got the test right? and I would, I was driving and I was trying to look on the side view mirrors or in my blind spots. And it was absolutely, I didn't even know how I got home. Oh, I couldn't wow. believe it. I never had a pain like that before. And it wasn't a migraine. It was just my ocular cavities were so swollen and sore that it hurt so bad. Mm. And let me tell you that I stayed in me and the boys, I quarantined with the, with the kids Mm -hmm. for two and a half weeks. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how I did it. My, my village of people like on Instagram and stuff like that, people were sending me DoorDash coupon gift certificates. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't for them, like, I don't know how I would have gotten through it. Could you imagine trying to cook three meals a day while you're feeling like shit? I've had to do it before when I've been sick, but this mm-hmm. is a different kind of sick. And I keep telling people it lingers. It's still lingering with me, like a cough and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but I starting it, I did have to get up. I did have to cook. They were doing virtual learning still. I still right. had to make sure they were doing all these things. I basically was crawling around the house trying to make sure everybody was fine. And I just had to be in the bed the whole time. It was insane. I couldn't believe that I was able to do it. Yeah. So is it like a full on flu? Like, did you feel like you had the flu or was it worse than the flu? Would you say? So I felt, and I guess everybody, cause my sister had it early on and she didn't feel it the way I did, but her husband did. Mm-hmm. And so we, me and her husband had the same thing where he felt it for days and day, from start to finish. He felt it. Me mm. too. She felt it for three days and then just quarantined, but she felt better. Right. Um, I had it. I had those feelings that you get with those chills and like, you can't get warm and all those kinds of things um, before I got the test. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I must be coming down with the flu. Yeah. And after I found out about what it was, more symptoms started coming and it was that body soreness, the muscle aches that really, really get you. I felt like it was the flu, like on steroids, mm. but never any nausea, never any like nausea, vomiting or anything like that. But yeah, it was, a, it was, it was pretty intense. That's crazy. And so with the kids, so you did a lot of DoorDash and a lot of deliveries or did you have yeah. to still like, you, okay. No, yeah. I had to do DoorDash. Thank God I have it. The boys are 10, eight and five. And so the 10 year old really stepped it up and he really, you know, I, I would say, I'm going to order something on DoorDash. What do you guys want some super? And that's the other thing is you lose your appetite. You don't want to eat anything at all, but you have to. Right. Um. So I would order their food or whatever. And, and you know, they just, the people just come through the gate and, and my son would go and he'd pick it up. Um. Mm. And then he would, you know, go out there and like help 
and set up their little food and stuff, which is I just Aww. and I ten, know, is still really, baby. ten is still a baby. Still a baby. He would make toast for them in the morning. He yeah. knows how to do cereal and stuff like that. Right, right. But right. I think I think that I probably and now talking about it, I really need to do something special for him because I feel like he really stepped it up as like the little man of the house. He really helped me a lot with the other two. Aww, I'm yeah. gonna cry. That is so I adorable. Really, I know. When I think about <laughs> it back, I'm just like, I need to, I need to do something really special for him because he just he really helped me. He really helped. And this is the thing. Like we were just talking about, like, oh my God, they're driving us crazy. They're on top of us all the time. But then yeah. it's like they do things like this, and you're just like, This is why I love you so much. And I just want to squeeze you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And it was hard for the baby because he's attached. Like I said earlier, he's so attached. And for me to have to see his face when he'd come into, are you still sick? Can I hug you yet? And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, you can't hug me yet. Worst, like two weeks of my life. I couldn't mm-hmm. hug my baby. And then after that, I was just like, oh my God, it's like everything after we were all cleared and everything. I was just like kissing his face. And so they didn't get them. sick. They never got sick. Oh, God. The thank good God. Lord was like, I'm not going to give you that much. <laughs> could you imagine? And I am, I couldn't imagine. Oh, I my. I couldn't imagine. I, listen, I, I would have had to call somebody for reinforcements. Like, listen, yeah. I, I, I can't do this. And yeah. I'm going to need someone to come help me. Because yeah, somebody have to. And, you know, and I fully was in a situation where I think as moms, we pull that strength from God knows where. Who mm-hmm. knows where we get it from? I know for a fact that if it ended up that they were sick, that I was going to push through and take care of them. I mean, I have yeah. to, they're my kids. Mm-hmm. You just got to do it. You'd hope it doesn't happen. But if it did, I was preparing myself mentally. Like you guys are in my face too much. And I'm trying to keep you guys out of this room. It's going to happen though. And so I don't know. I was yeah. preparing myself for that. Yeah. What precautions were you taking? Like, so were you quarantined like in your own room and not coming out? Well, I mean, yeah. you had to come out eventually. I but... had to come out. We're only, we're in a two bedroom apartment. So mm-hmm. it's not like spacious there's a lot of space. like that. Yeah. yeah. And there's only one bathroom, it's two bed, one bath. And so the only thing I would say is like, I would stay in my room as much as I could with the door kind of cracked because I need to be able to hear them. Right. And I would specifically tell them, you cannot, you cannot come in unless it's like an emergency. So they would really talk like at the door. They would try to come in or whatever. My son would like bring water for me or whatever mm-hmm. like that. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, if I use the restroom, then I'd make sure I'd like spray and kind of wipe down whatever I touched. Yeah. And, but for the most part, we were pretty much just like <laughs> go going along with it as mm-hmm. best we could. Yeah. And it's like, and then you don't even know where you got it, right? Like, right. <laughs> you can get that it was, anywhere. That's the big thing. You can get yeah. it anywhere. So, and I feel like I got it at the grocery store. I have no idea where I got it from. That's you. I can get it. You can get it in the store. You can yep. get it anywhere. It really doesn't yeah. matter. Like once that pathogen or whatever is in the air, it's in the air. And if you, it yeah. comes into you, like it's a wrap. It doesn't matter. You yeah. don't have to be out in the street, thotting and bopping to get COVID. Like you, sure you can don't. get COVID whichever way you could never be outside. I know someone who literally has been quarantining and only going outside for essentials and got COVID. See, I'm telling you, it's, it's like inevitable, almost, it's almost inevitable that you're going to get it. And mm-hmm. and my aunt said it too. She says, I think this is going to be a thing that everybody ends up getting it. And you know, mm-hmm. what's crazy about it is that when everything started, there was a situation where there was people in 2019, December, November, December of 2019, that people was- were sick as 
fuck. That was me. They were sick as fuck. Mm-hmm. And, and I, um, me and my son. So I don't know if he got it from his dad or if we had it in New Year's of 2019. We oh. were dead to the world for about three to four days. Like, oh. literally. It was terrible. And everybody was like, oh, we went to the doc. So this is how it went. He had a, he was sick, right? And usually during Christmas break, for whatever reason, my son always has a cold or something. I don't know what it yeah. is. So I was just like, oh, he just has his his yearly cold and whatever. And I'm looking at him and he's looking real like drowsy and like lethargic and whatever. So I take his temperature and like this was before, like everyone had a bunch of thermometers in the house. Right. Because yeah. it wasn't COVID yet. But I had like one of those temporal thermometers and it said he had 105 fever. Oh, <gasps> yeah. When I tell you, my heart literally fell to my feet I was just like oh I I didn't even know what to do like I got dressed so fast we ran to city md which is like down the block it's like an urgent care center and I was I was in there they were telling me I had to wait I'm here crying screaming I'm like they're saying he has 100 like I was like can you just take his temperature because if it's 105 like he could die like what what are we doing here so whatever, he was fine. I guess it was my thermometer and it just wanted to give me a little Oh my heart God, attack. girl. I was like, his brain would have been like liquid. I can't Melted. even. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was so scared. Oh my God. So whatever, it was still high. It was a one, it was 101. Okay. Right. That's still, that's still a good. It's high. Yeah. It's high, but it's not 105. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, it's 105. <laughs> scared me. But anyway, so yeah. we go there and um, we go to the urgent care. They say, oh, he took the flu test. So like the it was like a was it a nasal swab for the flu test? Or was it Oh, for like H1N1 type something or Yeah. Other? Yeah. I think like whatever. they were still doing they might have still been doing the um no swab. So they were doing that and they said he doesn't have the flu but he has flu like symptoms, right? Oh my god, girl. Yeah. And then so they gave us a medication that is supposed to be just for the flu. Right. And they were like, have him take this and, you know, lots of fluids, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then they were like, I'm going to they prescribed me the medication as well, because they're like, he's going to be all up under you. So you take it because you're bound to get sick. Like this is contagious. Right. So I go, I fill the medication, whatever. We both take the medicine and both of us literally vomit the medication oh we had like an adverse reaction to that medication whatever that medication was it wasn't for what we had because our body literally rejected it and it was like we didn't not even at the same time because you know people would be like well if you saw someone vomit maybe no 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 he took I gave it to him first he took it threw up I went to take it and I'm like I'm an adult like I'll just take it 20 minutes later I'm vomiting like no way yeah it was crazy. So I'm pretty. Was I, it a drink or like a pill or like? What I was had it? a pill. He had a liquid. So it was like. Oh my gosh. You know, like it's not like it was contaminated or anything because we both had the same thing. Like no, I had a pill and he had a liquid, and we were still just rejecting it. It was insane. We were dead for like three days. My mom. So this was pre-COVID. So my mom came and she brought me like soup. I literally did not leave my couch for like three days. I was. Yeah, you couldn't. I, he was on the big couch because you know why wouldn't the 11 year old be on the big yeah, couch? and yeah. I was on the small couch because you know mom of course mom <laughs> everybody else is comfortable before mom yes I know <laughs> and it's crazy and there were a lot of people who were sick like you were saying during that time yeah. my sister got sick in January I one of my so friends got that sick did. 
and, and nobody knew every, and nobody knew what it was and it's crazy because the kid's dad same thing and about maybe november december he was down for two weeks and oh, i'd wow. never seen him like that before his eyes were red rimmed he was like skinny and pale mm-hmm. he was like always cold he was saying he was so cold but he was still you know doing his regular he's like it must be the flu or like I don't, i've never had something like this before mm-hmm. and he was down and out on on his couch at his place and i remember him saying oh i agreed to house sit for my friend and he went to house sit for a week. And I think for that week, he said he just stayed on the couch mm. there. He's like, I couldn't even move. I had to feed like the, the dog or take the dog out for a walk. He's like, it's the worst shit in the world when I had to take the dog for a walk because the muscle aches and everything associated. Mm-hmm. But there was never any vomiting or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, but yours is only attributed to the fact that you had to take whatever medicine that this yeah. was. But I'm, I'm so convinced that it was already here. Well, it's called COVID-19. So it came out yeah. in 2019, right? It oh, just that didn't... Why is this the 19th? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh <I> girl. <laughs> I was like, oh, it must be some scientific... <laughs> like 397 or some shit. I don't know. That makes so much sense now. Oh, my God. So, I think, so it, I think it first emerged like in October, November of 2019. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I live in New York. It's like a hub. You live in... The Bay Area, there's the a Bay lot area. of people there. There's a lot. And yeah. if it started like in Asia. In right now. We're like one in five right now. Yeah. yeah. So imagine. It's yeah. It's like, I'm sure all it took was one person to get it. And then like, you know, like it spreads so fast. Like that's what everybody says. That's why these numbers are crazy. So if you yeah. caught it, like I, I'm, I'm convinced that yeah. I had it in December. No one can tell me yeah. different. And I'm glad that you brought it up before I said it, because every yeah. time I say it, people look at me like, Oh, you just, you just want to be down. No. Like, no, no. bro. <laughs> no, no, it was a real thing. And I feel like because we didn't know what was going on, there was no, there's no knowledge on how to prevent it mm-hmm. or, and to, to take proper precaution from it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's, you can't tell me any differently. I know for sure that people had it. In definitely. Definitely. Yeah, that wasn't anything like the flu. So I can only imagine it, you know, that was during, it was new year. So we, Ethan wasn't in school or whatever. And even if he was, there was no virtual learning. So we were just going to be home anyway. So I couldn't imagine right. being that sick and still yeah. having to like really do every day to day things that you're, that yeah. you have to do that have to get yeah. done. Yeah. And work was really, work is amazing. I work in tech and usually when tech, they're very understanding and they're very, you know, family forward and want to make sure that, you know, and so thank God for my team because they were, they just like picked up the slack that I was, that I had and they were just like ran with it and went rest, get your rest. And, but, and they all know that I'm here with the kids anyway. And, you know, their, their goal is to make sure that they are happy and healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I just, I just really think that this time and like being sick, it really tested my gangster (laughs) and my strength and my strength. And, and I've never, I never thought I'd have to go through something to that extent. And I hope I never do again, but if I do, I feel like I'll be ready. Yeah. But I don't want to, I don't want to ever, ever again. (laughs) Yeah. So if I do, let me ask you something. 
uh-huh. are you going to take the vaccine? This is such like a oh, controversial man. ass question. <laughs> it is a controversial question because my thing is, I feel like it's way too early on for us to tell mm-hmm. uh, what kind of effects it's going to have on people in the long run or anything. I don't like to take first courses of anything right I don't even get the first phone like when the first drop of phone I don't exactly like I don't even I don't I don't want to do any of that and it makes me nervous especially to put the kids in a situation where their pediatrician might be like oh you know I want you guys to take this vaccine blah 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 whatever and I feel like now the government is like well then you're not gonna be able to travel unless you show us documentation that you took this thing and like all these things that I feel like could be somewhat necessary but at the same time I don't want to have to do it right I don't I don't want to be told that I have to take this medicine because mm-hmm. of x y and z mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't want that I, I don't know I'm still up in the air about it I have a lot of friends that have taken it I, I know a lot of people in the medical um, industry who have mm-hmm. already taken it too and I'm just like I've seen good and I've seen bad. I don't right. know what to think yet. I have I don't I don't feel like I've seen enough to to make a decision yet. Yeah. I'm 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 holding back on it as well. Like yeah. I'm not a hundred percent like no, I'm never gonna take the vaccine because I'm not gonna yeah. say that. Like it's not like I've never yeah. taken a vaccine in my life. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly, exactly. Um but it is too soon. Like yeah, they just started doing it. Who were they testing it on? It's just it's it's a lot. It's a lot in there and we don't know what the adverse effects are for years to come because like yeah okay we're not gonna get covid now or whatever even though i don't even i feel like they say the vaccine doesn't even prevent you from getting all the strains of covid like you could still get covid you could still pass it on you could still Mm -hmm. be contagious so it's just like so what the fuck am i doing this for yeah we're still gonna have to take the same precautions we're taking now i just Mm -hmm might have a higher chance of getting COVID. I haven't gotten it yet. I mean, yeah, it's within different. the it's quarantine. It's going to be different for everybody. It's going to be different for everybody. And what I've been seeing is, you know, a lot of the people that are passing away as of late um, have, you know, they just, they had just taken the vaccine. Like, I know Hank Aaron passed away. And I want to say like not even a week before he had taken the, taken I did not the, know um, that vaccine. Yeah. And so it's just one of those things too, where we don't really know if that's what it was, because who knows if he had been sick with it, if he had right. underlying issues. And also he was really old as well. So he yeah. was a senior citizen and maybe his body just shut down from something that was in the vaccine. Cause mm-hmm. I have to assume that they have to give you some portion of right. the, the virus, right? Mm-hmm. Like a watered down version so that you're, you could build antibodies to it. Yeah. And I wonder if that's what it was. Larry King, that was another one as well. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, we don't really know. There's just not enough that I can see to to convince me to just go ahead and take it right blindly. Away. Yeah, not for my kids. Definitely not for my kids. Yeah, it's a lot because I don't. You know, ten years from now, we may be getting fucking notifications. And the thing is, is like it's still man-made. It's a drug, right? There's yeah. still contamination that can happen. There's yeah. still a bunch of things can happen and it can be like, oh, well, if you took the COVID vaccine in Harlem in May of 2021, I'm like, you, you, you may could be entitled to some conversation. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> like, well, they we messed up. What with asbestos. How many years did it take after asbestos ceil- popcorn ceilings? Okay. Years and years went by. Mesothelioma popped mm-hmm. up from it. Because we don't know. Because we don't know. And there's, you know, 
when you only have eight or nine months of clinical testing, like there are how many fucking tests can you run? It's not like you can be like, well, we let's x-ray a lung from 10 years after the vaccine to see if, yeah. what you know, there could be something there. Like, we just don't know. It's the same with yeah. COVID, honestly. Yeah. And that's, I'm not trying with to- everything, right? Mm-hmm. Because you, nothing, not one thing does not work for all people. Right. Like whatever you took and whatever you and your son took, mm-hmm. maybe it would work perfectly for me and I would have felt instantly better. Right. We just don't know. There's too many different variables with everybody. To be able to say, you know, oh, I could take this and everything will be fine. We don't know enough. Right. And how many times have vaccines had to be adjusted, like throughout the years, like the vaccines that babies take? And then it's like, we still don't even know if those are safe. How many years later? We still don't even know if those are safe. We don't know if those are linked to like autism and things like that. Like those are still questions. So it's like when people are like, oh, well, if you vaccinated your kids or if you did this and you did that, then you can take the COVID vaccine. And it's like, no, because... I don't know what it is and right. I'm not, I'm not comfortable yet. It's not to say yeah. I won't be, but as of right but now, right I'm not. Now, I'm not exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's just a lot going on. I feel like there's so many like decisions that need yeah. to be made in 2020, 2021, because everything yeah. just flipped and changed and went crazy. So we're going to get into our last segment <laughs> because we've been chatting okay i know i could go on this topic forever but (laughs) i'm ready to like be raunchy (laughs) Uh, so the last segment is called are you dead ass and it's my favorite because we get to talk about all the shit that we've been going through how we feel just let it all out so before i start mine do you have anything you want to get off your chest yes um so talking about pandemic and everything like that i feel like for me i'm an extroverted introvert okay Mm -hmm. so like I like to be invited to go out places but when I get there I'd like to say hello and I'd also like to say goodbye and like sneak out the back door (laughs) I'm notorious (laughs) for it um and so because I am kind of like a social person I feel like dating during a pandemic has been nothing but shit Mm -hmm. and I absolutely fucking hate it and it's insane um, we, I've made like connections with people here and there, but nothing is sticking. And so I decided to do, um, you know, a dating website. So I'm on a dating website where you're like swiping around or whatever. And I, and I go out with somebody and everything was fine. And he's calling me every day and all this shit. At the end of the day, he says, you know, let's go on a second date. I get dressed. I go to the place where he said to meet him and he completely ghosted me. Oh my goodness. Hey guys, so I just wanted to come on here and remind you that no one likes to be ghosted and no one likes to be ignored. So how can you show me that you won't ignore me? That's simple. Go to your Apple Podcasts and rate five stars, okay? Rating my podcast five stars will help it grow so much, okay? And if you're feeling a little bit more generous, leave me a review as well. Let me know how I'm doing or anyone you want to hear on the podcast or whatever topics you would like me to speak on, you can leave that in the review as well. And if you're feeling just a little bit more lovey-dovey, guess what you can do? You can take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in Instagram, okay? Let me know what your favorite part of the episode was, and I'll repost it, I promise. (laughs) All right, let's get back to the show. I mean, we were talking for, like, we went on the first date, and we talked every single day up until the point where it was like the for the second date. Mm-hmm. 
And he, I sat there and sat there and he never showed up. I called and it was going straight to voicemail. Eventually he blocked my number. (gasps) No idea what the fuck happened. I feel like he might've been married because we had such a cool date and everything we talked about was like flowing really well. Right. But when I tell you that that was probably the second or third time that I had been ghosted since the pandemic started, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And I just feel like if it was something that I did, I feel like I am good at kind of reasoning with myself and being honest with myself and saying, I might've come on too strong. I might've did this. I might've did that. But I feel like I'm also a very good vibey person. Mm -hmm. And if I'm feeling a certain way or whatever, I just let the vibe carry us and let the energy carry it. However, it's going to go. This motherfucker ghosted me for no, I literally did nothing to him. And he was texting me every day. How's your day going? Blah, blah, blah. All these sweet things. Oh, I can't wait for Saturday. And it's going to be so fun. And so at the end, I'm like, did my ex pay somebody to like, but that's the thing. No, it's like, how are you going to just ghost like that? Especially now, like in my head, I'm thinking you died. Like you just disappeared. Like, Did he get COVID? Did he die? Did I get COVID when I sat with him? It was when it was outdoor dining. So we just went and this was a couple of months back. So I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. I'm calling him. Is everything okay? I left a voicemail. Is everything okay? Like, are you safe? I didn't know what was happening. And I finally told my cousin about it. And she's like, girl, he's probably fucking married. Duh. I'm like, oh, that makes so, that would make so much sense. Not to say like, I'm somebody who's great and should never be ghost. I mean, I shouldn't be, we shouldn't be ghosting anybody because we're adults in 2021. Mm -hmm. But I can see now it makes more sense. And it would really kind of make sense with his whole story that Mm -hmm. he most likely was probably married Mm. honestly because there's no absolutely no reason why and we didn't fuck we didn't have any sex we didn't have anything like that so it wasn't like he hit it and quit it he straight up ghosted he got caught he at the restaurant the first time he's like get whatever you want he was definitely like trying to wine and dine Mm. We had bottles and he was like getting all this food, this really good shit. We were like talking about all these things and he's like, order whatever you want, get whatever, you, you know, you get whatever you want. All a great you need date. To, yeah, it was a really good date. He's like, when you're with me, I just want to make sure you have your ID and a purse and that's it. You don't bring money. You don't touch a door. You don't do any of it. I'm like, oh, okay, this is great. And this motherfucker ghosted me. It was, it was fun <laughs> for the But why day. do the most to then I ghost me the next time? Well, I don't know. I have, it was such, I, I was in my head like, did I do something? Did I say something? Was there like green shit in my teeth? Like, what the fuck was <laughs> it? I don't know. And like I said, it wasn't the first time I had been ghosted. These guys are weird. As, and the entitlement. The entitlement mm. to my time also is something that I that I'm just like I fucking hate it. We've just and, talked about it. Like, yeah, you ha- your your time is your kids at this point. Yeah. So you had to get a sitter. You had to yeah. make sure everything was like. It's not just oh, I'm gonna see you tomorrow for dinner, and oh, I yeah. just have to pick out an outfit. It no, was a production. It was a production. I had to make sure dinner was already cooked for them or like was on the way. My cousin was coming out and make sure she, I lied and told her it was an hour before it was because she'd be late to every fucking thing to come on. <laughs> and it was like, it was a whole production for me to get there and sit for like 20 minutes and be like, this nigga not showing up. That is so <laughs> fucked up. I, yeah, I was pissed. I don't I think pissed. I've ever ghosted anybody. Have you ever ghosted anybody? No, because I'm a fucking adult, girl. <laughs> my thing is this. 
you, I always tell everybody, like, don't take away my right to choose. Okay. Right. If you think it's going to hurt my feelings, I don't care if you think it's going to hurt my feelings. You got to let me know and let me choose what I want to do. If you want to be, you know, if I walk in and all of a sudden you're having sex with somebody, oh my God, I didn't know about that. Tell me like, listen, this ain't working out. I'm about to go have sex with somebody. Let me know. Right. So I could be like, okay, like I understand. Let me be hurt a little bit if that's what it's going to take. But at least I have respect for you for being honest with me. Lying about it and then getting my hopes up and making me think it's something that it's not. You're still hurting me. You just took, you took your confrontation out of it. Like you didn't want to have that on you. Yeah. Pussy move, a pussy move, honestly. A so for people, man. Yeah, for people to say like, oh, I didn't want to hurt you. You still hurt me. That still bothered yeah. me. Like nobody fucking wants to be yeah. ghosted. Like what the fuck are we talking about? Just yeah, tell me. All. Let me curse you out real quick and block your number. And that's it. If you really yeah, were sorry. There's no telling if I, if I would have even done that because you don't even know like my right. personality. I probably would have, and most likely I wouldn't have, if he would have texted, because of course he's not going to call and tell me that. Yeah. If he would have texted to be like, I have to be honest, I'm a married man. I would be like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? And like, that was it. Right. I'm not putting my time and energy to scold you for some shit that you already know. Is Especially running. after only one date. Like after one date, like I'm not that invested. Mm-hmm. My upset, my, my anger is exactly from what you said. The fact that I had to seek out a sitter, make sure home was taken care of before I left, make sure this, make sure that, and all these other things before I went out. Mm-hmm. That's where the level of anger came from. Cause I put a lot of fucking effort and I looked good as fuck. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I, looked, I looked good. And I was like, this motherfucker just ghosted me at this damn, looking like a fool. The guy came out and everything. Oh, you know, would you like something to drink on? Oh, I have somebody coming. Like, Oh, you were yeah. in the actual I restaurant. The actual, I was sitting at the table. Because he oh said, my God. he got a little busy. So I was like, okay, he's probably on the way. Right. You know, his phone had, and this is what saved him because one, one of the days we had been talking, we had been talking for like two weeks. And one of the days his phone completely died. Like mm. he didn't have his charger or whatever. So I was like, this, he didn't put his phone on the charger. That's what it is. He right. got his way. <laughs> yep. So that's what kept me there. I was like, oh. I remember that happened the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giving him the benefit of the doubt. Exactly. And he was too, like, into me. And I was, you know, showing him the same energy that I would think that he would not show up without some kind of reason. And that's why my first thing was, I'm scared. Like, is he okay? Yeah. So. Yeah. That's disgusting. That's disgusting behavior. Ghosting people is. is never, it, just talk, guys. Because you never know what a, what someone would be down for unless you talk to them. You could exactly. get exactly what the fuck you want sometimes. Yeah. You yeah. just never fucking you know. You just never know. Yeah, you, you let your fear of confrontation stop you. Mm-hmm. But in your head, you know that what you're doing is wrong right. or whatever. Right. I mean, so if just, he's married, that's a whole different case. But I'm talking more yeah, so like case. the guys who are like, oh, I don't want a relationship or whatever. Like, just fucking talk to me because guess what? Neither do I. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like, yeah. And like, I said it before too. And that was one of the things I said too, because he was like, you know, marriage and blah, blah. And maybe that was something that was a trigger for him because he remembered his fucking wife that he probably actually had. <laughs> and I told him straight up, you know, marriage for me is something that I don't really think much about. I'm more of the life partner type of person. I don't right. feel like we need to bring our taxes into this for each other. We need to bring, you know, we don't need to sign a contract like. down the middle. I don't need to do that. I don't want to deal with that. I feel like that's negative energy. Don't give me that negative energy. <laughs> I just want to be able to 
love on you and feel how I want to feel with you. And if it's unfortunately, if it goes left, then we could shake hands and leave with the shit that we brought. Right. And that's it. And I don't Mm want to, and that's just it for me. I don't, I don't want to have to. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people are starting to feel that too, but there's a lot of people that, that don't want that either. They Mm -hmm. want, they want the marriage. I'm not about to feed 250 people to watch me walk down a fucking aisle. Even if I was to get married, I'm not having a wedding. First and foremost, like I'm not doing that. That (laughs) That wasn't me. I was never that person. You know what I'm saying? Like a wedding wasn't like, oh my God, I'm dreaming from it. No, I'd rather take a bomb ass (laughs) trip to be 100%. Buy a house, use that money for something, you know, more. Yeah. And at 35, I've seen so many people go through divorce and that's crazy because I'm only 35. Right. But I'm fucking old, I guess. And the shit that they go through and how expensive it is and how messy it is. Like me and my son's father, we were together for nine years when we split. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was it wasn't fun. It wasn't you know, we still had to like we were living together. He had to find a place. I ended up moving and all of that. But that was it. Like once we did that, all we had to worry about was Ethan like it wasn't like oh we had to get lawyers involved and we have to get paperwork and we have to none of that and I and I I don't want to go through that I didn't if I didn't have to go through that with my son's father I don't want to go through it like with anybody else exactly and I and for me it's like you know we have three little boys and you know I I I don't like to be super negative about it but I am a single mother in all Mm -hmm. the the the, all around Mm -hmm. he he does not do what I wish that he would, but that's not going to deter me from keeping up with what my end of the bargain was taking care of my kids, nor am I going to tell my kids like, Oh, do you see? That's why he's, you know, he ain't shit. And he does, I would never down talk. They think the sun shines out of that man's ass. I'm going to let them think that Mm -hmm. because I want them to feel, you know, I act like his friend. I want them to see, Oh, you don't have to be together to, to, you know, be a family. Right. And even though it's a, he's still your guy. Yeah. And it's a lie. And they'll find out when they get older. But right now they don't need to find out. Let them live in the magic. Let them make their own opinions of their father. Yes, that's correct. And so but that's like off the top. The ghosting. (laughs) Yes. So I say that to say stop fucking ghosting you pieces of shit. (laughs) Point blank period okay point like period because like literally he would have i mean i think i'm a pretty dope ass chick yeah i've got my shit together you know i raise my kids i stay out the way i mind my business i drink my water my skin is beautiful like i (laughs) just and and i'm fucking thick as fuck no i'm just going i mean hello if you're listening no (laughs) she (laughs) was She wants nut videos, guys. I, I know, want- I want nut videos. I'm collecting them like the Infinity Stone. I already told you guys I'm not playing about that. <laughs> but it has to be, I have to consent to it. I need to ask you for it. Don't just send them to me. Right, right, uh, right. Don't just send it She's to not me. Opening I know them. you're going to put my, my, uh, my social media up. <laughs> and I'm fine with the social media. The DMs are going to be open to my discretion. But if you send me a net video before I've asked you for it, that's automatic. I'm going to watch it, but I'm not going to answer to you. I'm and you might get blocked. You might get blocked. I'm going to watch it first. <laughs> <laughs> that should be real. excitement in my life. <laughs> oh, what's this attachment? Let's see. Oh, shit. You know, I want, I want a couple I, of those. I need you to tell me if anybody sends you any net videos. I As a matter of fact, guys. Will. I will not. And I want the guys to know. 
you are safe with me. I'm not sharing it with anybody unless you specifically say, please share this with Steffi. Then I will share it with her. But, you know, it'll be between us. It'll be right. Between us. She's just going to tell me that, you know, she I'm got like, tell her. like two or three. We don't and know. Very descriptive. So I would definitely <laughs> tell her description how good it was. <laughs> this is so trash. This is the most toxic portion of, of, of your show. <laughs> Listen. So you need entertainment somehow, right? Yeah, We're bored. Everybody. Bored in the house, bored in the house, bored. Yes, we are. There's only so much TikTok that I can fucking stand. So let's let's get it going. Girl, TikTok. We're not even going to get into TikTok. Yeah, we're not going to get into TikTok. TikTok takes too fucking long, okay? That'd be I did Silhouette Challenge legit four hours of Silhouette Challenge putting it together. But it came out the fucking bomb. Girl, same. Same. It took me like four to five hours to do that shit. And I'm just like, fucking do it. It was crazy. How do people do multiple TikToks in one day? This shit took me too long. It's a job. It is literally a job. I'm like, I I don't have the time to do this. Yeah. No, I don't have the time to do I really don't. And then it's crazy because I have done a couple, you know, I have TikTok and I've done a couple of other ones before. And it's fine when you're Mm -hmm. doing your own content. But when you're trying to like record over shit and like put shit over here and like do these other things, girl. I was very proud of how it looked. And now I could see what people mean when they're like, what I post is not reality because that 100%, my silhouette challenge is not reality. (laughs) I was crying. I was ready to throw my phone four or five times. It was a fucking struggle. I was editing it back and forth. I was laying over my bed half-ass naked because I had to (laughs) watch it and then be like, oh, I don't want to do that. And I'd have to get up and redo it, spray my hair, make sure my hair's fluffed. Oh my mm-hmm. god, bro. It was a whole production. A whole ass production. A whole ass production. Fun, so, but yeah, a production fun nonetheless. Plus, but a production. Yeah, I look good though. Look <laughs> no, you good, did. Though. Your shit was fine. Yeah, you You're the reason why I did mine. I yeah, saw I you and I was like, oh, that's fire. I was like, I'm gonna do this yes. shit tomorrow. <laughs> and then they're like, well, let's ruin it by learning how to take the red filter off this shit. You mother. I'm putting cases on all you bitches. Like, <laughs> I was what is pissed. The gag is I was I had lingerie on, so That's you ain't seen nothing. I said if you want to see fupa, some dimples in my thighs, <laughs> a bra, and some panties, go ahead. Right, you ain't like, seen nothing I, crazy. I show more. I show more on my Twitter. Like get the fuck out of here. Are you serious right now? So they want to take the red filter off. I don't give a fuck. You're I didn't be care. Disappointed. I mean, they, because right. what you can't see is my face. My face was like trying to like get into the position. You want to see my ugly faces that I'm making? Go ahead. Whatever you say. Oh, my God. I didn't put no makeup on. (laughs) I looked like the beginning of the video, how my face looked. That's how I looked in the silhouette, guys. I had a fucking bonnet. I had a bonnet. I was like, I got to make this. Like, I had a house coat on. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Trust me. I was, like, still house coat fashionable in my face <laughs> but with a bra and panty like get the fuck out of here you want to see it okay whatever if you want to do all that work to take off the red screen <laughs> fine go ahead <laughs> have fun <laughs> you could actually now if you find out how to take tabria's red fucking filter off mm. forward me forward me that one tabria because i would love to <laughs> that's the one i would love to see but for mine like get, get out of here 
yeah she's, she's fire and i would love to have her on the podcast one day like yeah. that is a goal like i fucking mm. love that bitch and i've loved her oh my god i feel like everybody loves her now because of that whole beyonce thing but like i yeah. loved her for years Wait, like what they're just not loving her because of the beyonce thing a lot of people didn't oh, know who no. she was i've been following her since she had really long hair yes. that's crazy that's a long time mm-hmm. 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 she's fire she's fire yeah, um she's so i'm just gonna go into my rant quickly it's not, it's going to be really quick because I'm literally asking. Because I took all your time. No, 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 no. It was going to be quick anyway, because I'm really asking myself, like, are you fucking dead ass? Like, Uh-oh. Stephanie, are you dead ass? I, I do this every so often because I really need to check myself. Because when I fall into like these periods of being unmotivated, it can be so bad. And I feel oh. like during, it's winter, I'm in New York. It's gray and brown everywhere. I don't get any sunlight. I'm home all day when the sun is actually out. When I can go outside, it's the sun is going down. Like, it doesn't yeah. even make any sense. Um, it's fucking cold. I don't do cold. Like, I'm just not with the shits. And my, I really feel like I'm having, like, seasonal depression. Like, I don't yeah. want to get out of bed. It's a real thing. I don't want to do anything mo- mm-hmm. at all at all like paired with covid and paired with the pandemic that is also like icing on the cake girl girl and it's like i do i go through this every year like i get Mm -hmm. my winter blues like that's a thing i know it's a thing but this year i feel like it was on 1000 i went to florida um to visit from some family for like the holidays or whatever which i'm so happy i did i was scared to do it because you know florida and covid or whatever yeah but i'm so happy we were on the, the phone with you when you were like at the airport yeah 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 <laughs> that's right oh my god mm-hmm. that, was, that was christmas day girl we mm-hmm. were in fucking oh man that was that was a fun <laughs> fun times fun times um but it was just so amazing to be there with the sunlight all the greenery yeah. like i just felt oh. so alive and then when i came back i came back new year's day when i came back it was just like what the fuck is this? And since then, I have been literally just depressed. I feel like the pod has suffered from it. I had technical Aww. issues with my podcast and all of that. And I'm just, um, today it is the 4th of February. And I'm like, you know what? I'm checking myself and I need to literally just pull myself out of this. Yeah. Funk. I woke up you today. To. I don't have my son on Thursdays because he's with his dad. So I woke up today, I turned on music and I started dancing around my house. Like I showered and I just, I just felt so much better. I took my laptop and I went to the front of my apartment where we have like these big windows or whatever. And like a lot of like light can come in. And I literally just stood there and I prepared myself for this show because I couldn't, like, I have to get my life together. So yeah, that was my rant because bitch, if I don't get my shit together, I don't know. I don't know what's going to fucking happen. I feel you. I, I will sit there and then I'll be in my bed working on my laptop or whatever and look up and all of a sudden it's just like three o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like, what the fuck did I do all day? All fucking you know, day. I was working and it's just, it's crazy. So we try to get outside at least one to two hours a day. We have to, or yeah. else it's just like, we're all crazy and they're crazy because they have boy energy. Oh my God. Oh, but seasonal Ethan? depression is a real thing. It's, it's so bad. It's so bad, yeah. but I'm I'm trying to, I'm thinking of getting like a vitamin D lamp, to be honest. You should, you should. Because it's a lot. 
and I have low vitamin D anyway. Like that's why I know I need to be somewhere where the sun is out because yeah. it literally, I'm like a crystal. Like it charges yeah. me. Like I yeah, get charged from yeah. the sun. So I'm thinking of getting a vitamin D lamp and I'm, I'm going to get my life together. I know I say this all the time. That should definitely be like my slogan. Like I'm just getting my life together because <laughs> I feel like I love it. I'm doing that shit all the it. time. I'm here for that. Yeah, I'm here for it. <laughs> I hope you do because it, it is a serious thing and it's easy to get sucked into it and to stay there. Right. It's days it's just easy. pass. They yeah. just go by January flew by for me. I don't know where yeah. January went. Yeah. I was in February is a short month. It's going to be the same thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? So, so it's just, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to get my life together. I'm going to be more consistent. I mean, I was consistent with my podcast. I only missed one week, so that's not yeah. too bad, but yeah. I'm going to be way more consistent. More things are coming out, guys. So just wait on it, okay? Um, So before we end, Jess, can you tell my listeners where they can find you? Sure. If you want to go over to Instagram, you can. I'm at jriggs, J-R-I-G-G-Z. If you want to go over to my Twitter where all the real debauchery is happening, (laughs) it's I'm at Liz and that's L-I-Z-Z-Z underscore Anya, A-N-Y-A. Yay. Everything will be linked down below. So you guys don't have to like try to write this down as she's typing it. You can just click the link in the description. Mm -hmm. Everything will be there. You can follow me on Instagram underscore Steffi Kiss, S-T-E-P-H-Y-K-I-S-S. And the podcast page is Do I Look Fat Pod, exactly how it sounds. Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Do I Look Fat Podcast. Don't forget to catch me every fine and thick Friday, wherever you listen to your podcast. Have a great day, guys. Bye. (laughs) 